Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In this week's abridged episode, I'm going to run through everything that happened at the 2016 BET Awards. So keep it locked right after the drop for another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. Uh, so this week, uh, I'm going to do another bridge episode. So this is a shortened episode, um, so it's not going to be all of the segments uh, like we usually do. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, do a recap of this past weekend's BET Awards. So the 2016 BET Awards um, took place this past Sunday. Um, and it was full of a lot of good things. Um, so I wanted to, to recap this award show in a dig deeper segment. Um, so before I get into that, I do still want to give you a song of the week. So the song of the week, uh, for this week is one that many of you may know from the love and basketball soundtrack and from that movie in general. Um, it's easily one of my favorite songs by Maxwell. Um, this week's song is This Woman's Work, um, performed by Maxwell. Now, I say performed by Maxwell because it's not really his song. Uh, This Woman's Work is actually a song that was, um, written and performed by this British singer named Kate Bush, um... And it was, you know, made in like, I want to say like 1988. And so Maxwell's version is just a cover. Um, He covered it um, in 1997 when he did an MTV Unplugged set and album. Um, And then he re-recorded it for his 2001 album. Um, 
And it's also, I think, most popularly from the Love and Basketball soundtrack. Now, this, the song is fantastic. The falsetto that Maxwell hits, the passion you can feel and like hear in his voice, it's just, it's perfect. This is easily one of my favorite songs by him. Um, and I'm hoping his upcoming album, uh, Black Summer's Night, um, will have some songs similar to it. So definitely check this out in the description. The... Um, song of the week for this week is This Woman's Work, performed by Maxwell. So now I want to jump into the Dig Deeper segment for this week's Bridge episode. And I want to talk about the BET Awards. So the 2016 BET Awards were held in Los Angeles this past... Well, it was taped um, and it aired this past Sunday on BET and a lot of many other networks, actually. I think I actually ended up watching it on Comedy Central. It was on about seven different networks. Um, So shout out to Viacom for making that happen. Um, So the BET Awards generally um, is talked about for, you know, not being, you know, an award show that is as good as many of the other ones, specifically because... Um, the programming um, and I guess the production of it and, you know, the writing isn't that great. But I, and I want to say that this year's award show, I thought um, from most aspects was a pretty great show. Now, many people were drawn to this year's show for one thing, and that is for the Prince tribute. Now, Um, When Madonna gave her Prince tribute at the Billboard Music Awards this year, she got completely roasted online, in in person, on the internet, everywhere. Um, Because it just wasn't as good and it wasn't something that people thought was, you know, worthy or was enough to honor Prince. And even BET came back at Madonna um, on Twitter. So BET announced that they were going to be doing a Prince tribute. And this is like just off of who they announced, you know, we were like, okay, this is going to be the Prince tribute that Prince deserved. They announced The Roots. They announced uh, Janelle Monet. They announced um, D'Angelo and many more. So it was like, okay, this is about to be lit. Because, I mean, if you look at The Roots, D'Angelo, Janelle Monet, those three right there, those are all people who were... Um, like severely influenced by Prince and what he was doing. Um, So just that alone, it's like, okay, they're going to do this right. And we're going to get an amazing Prince tribute. So that's what drew people um, to the BT awards this year, I think primarily. Um, And I think they did a great job with the Prince tributes. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, So I want to go through everything that happened at the BT awards. So it opened, with a surprise performance from Beyonce. Nobody had announced that Beyonce was going to be performing. Um, You know, it wasn't on any of the promotional, you know, announcements and anything. Um, So she opened the show with, you know, her dancers, you know, walking through the audience to the stage to uh, Martin Luther King Jr. speech. Um, And then she began to perform Freedom. Now, the performance was very similar to how she performs the song on her on her formation world tour you know she's got a waiting pool 
And all of her dancers and herself are doing this choreographed dance in the waiting pool where they're like, you know, kicking water up into the air. And it's this really cool thing. Um, so it was cool to see that on an uh, awards show stage and to see how that played out. Um, then she brought out Kendrick Lamar because, um, you know, he's in the song Freedom. And he did, you know, like a slightly tweaked version of his verse from Freedom. Then he joined Beyonce in the water um, as they close out the song. And I got to say, like, their chemistry, you know, on stage uh, together was pretty great. Like, you know, the way that um, Kendrick played off of her singing, the way that she, you know, the way that he kind of like hyped her up while they were performing together was pretty great. And I, I could definitely see more of that in the future. And, you know, it was only right that we saw Beyonce and Kendrick perform together because after, you know, Kendrick with uh, To Pimp a Butterfly last year and, you know, his performance at the Grammys and then Beyonce with the formation video and the song and the Super Bowl performance, you know, as two artists um, who did, uh, who performed um, some very polarizing um performances um uh, specifically linked um to black people in the movement that is going on currently in the black lives matter movement you know it was only right that they linked up at some point um to do something um creatively because you know they were preaching the same message and they were two of the people who are high, who are mainstream and who are high up on that ladder um to perform something for the general public and something like big like that. Um, so it was good to see them on stage together and to, um, you know, finally see them, you know, collaborate. And I, I have no doubt that there will be more of that in the future. Um, so Tracy Ellis Ross, Ross and Anthony Anderson, um, the two, um, leading stars of the show blackish were the hosts and I mean, as per usual, they were hilarious. Um, they started off with this weird, like, Hamilton uh, remix of a bunch of popular songs, and it, it was kind of silly. But um, you know, as far as hosts go, you know, they're definitely some of the funniest that have hosted the BET Awards um, in the past. Um, so then they gave out a couple of awards. Um, best group. Um, was an award and Drake and Future won that and I you know I thought that was undeniable especially after the moment in music um, that they gave us with What a Time to Be Alive and how they captured everyone's attention um, uh, when that came out and also the songs that they've made together since then and before then it, you know it, it was only right um, and then Bryson Tiller won Best Male R&B uh, Pop Artist. Now, these are all of the, the awards that were televised. I'm sure there were a lot that weren't. And I'll um, discuss those um, toward the end of the episode. Um, so this was Bryson Tiller's first award ever. Like, he's, he's never won an award before, you know, since he's been doing music. And this was his first one. Um, so, you know, he was very humble about it. 
Um, and it was funny because on Twitter, a lot of people, you know, were talking about how this was the first time they'd ever seen Bryson Tiller. A lot of people didn't know what he looked like. Um, so, you know, he was definitely introducing himself to the world. Um, next, um, designer, um, came on stage to perform Panda. Um, now he had his hype man on stage, um, Panda playing in the background and as usual designer went crazy like so he's this 18 year old dude who has this amazing hit that went to number one um Kanye used it on his you know studio album like designers on top of the world and it shows he gets on stage whenever he performs a song and he just goes crazy like he's he's running around and he's just doing these crazy like half dabs all over the stage and like like running like literally running around the stage and like performing panda and like one of the most incoherent ways possible like you don't even know what he's saying um even if you know the words like you just it's just ridiculous and he's like he did this new thing which i haven't seen him do in a performance where he like throws the mic up into the air like maybe i don't know like six inches to a foot and then like like catches it and like starts like dancing or like tries to dance as the mic is in the air before he catches it it's ridiculous he's having the most fun up on that stage and you know he ran out into the audience and just ran back and forth just screaming panda 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 it's it's crazy and you know i really hope he can um follow panda up with you know another good song or something like that to keep this momentum going so he doesn't end up being a one-hit wonder um i know he just released a mixtape um within the past few days so um I'm definitely going to check that out, and I'll, I'll put the link in the description just so you can check it out as well. But yeah, he went crazy on the stage, but the audience, everybody in the audience was loving it, so it's worth it. Um, So, what the BET Awards decided to do with the Prince tribute was instead of just doing, you know, toward the end or middle of the show, one long tribute, you know, and I think this was the best thing they could have done, they did four sets of tributes. So they broke it out so throughout the entire program you were getting like Prince tributes like interspersed like within the program. So I thought that was great because you got got to see so many different people um, pay homage to Prince who was a legend no doubt. So Dave Chappelle came out um, to introduce the first performer um, which is only right Dave Chappelle um, and Prince had a lot of um, interesting moments, especially when Dave Chappelle um, and Charlie Murphy did the legendary sketch on the Dave Chappelle show about Prince um, and the day out with Prince. Like, that's legendary. Legendary. Like, we will never forget that. Um, so he introduced Erica Badu and The Roots to perform the first song, Ballad of Dorothy Parker. Um, now... Erica killed it, you know, she came out, she had like a purple, uh, paper corsage on her arm, um, and the Ballad of Dorothy Parker is a song from Princess Sign of the Times LP, and you know, her voice was just perfect for, you know, this jazzy song, um, and, you know, I just think she definitely did this song justice, um, and she had everybody in the audience singing along. 
um, and she she felt at home. You know, she was very comfortable. Um, you know, her and the roots go way, way back. So, you know, she had the perfect band backing her up. And I think she definitely did a great job of starting off these tributes. Um, so next was Bilal, um, who also goes way back with the roots and, you know, with Prince. And so he tackled Purple Rain's The Beautiful Ones. Now, he killed it. So he performed it, you know, in a, you know, flawless falsetto um, singing voice. Um, and then even like performance wise, really got into it. So toward the end, you know, he was kind of mimicking um, what Prince is doing um, when he performed the song in Purple Rain. And, you know, at the end, Bilal's on the floor. Um, you know, he's just like screaming into the microphone and like humping the floor. It's <laughs> it was quite a performance and his vocals were amazing. Like he he sang that song. Um, so between Erykah Badu and Bilal and The Roots, like the tributes were off to a very good start. Like they completely slayed. Um, so the next thing um, was a performance of All the Way Up by French Montana, Fat Joe and Remy Ma. Now, it was only right. This song is um, become very popular this year. And, you know, Jay-Z hopped on a remix. Um, the... The performance was kind of so-so. So first of all, they've got like these Japanese like geishas and like stuff like in the background, like while they're performing and it just doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how that correlates to the song at all. It was very awkward. Um, French Montana came out, you know, he did his thing, you know, his high, like it was, you know, it was French. Um, Fat Joe came out, you know, he was a little offbeat, but you know, he's, he's a veteran. He's been in the game for a while. He's, he's allowed to get off a little bit. You know, Remy Ma came out and slayed, you know, it was an average performance. You know, they gave the audience what they wanted to hear this hit song. Everybody got to dance to it, but you know, it was kind of forgettable. If you think about everything that happened at the BET Awards. Um, so next, this is a tough one to talk about. So Alicia Keys. Um, was there to perform her song in common. Um, now keeping true to, you know, her, um, no makeup, um, lifestyle that she's doing. She showed up, no makeup, looked flawless, looked real good, had her head wrapped going, wearing a nice red jacket. Yeah, she was killing it. Um, unfortunately the performance did not kill it. So she was out there and she was surrounded by so much equipment it was ridiculous. So she had three microphones out there. She had a station that, and this isn't like all over the stage. This is like in one, like she's literally like in, this is in a circle around her. She has like a guitar that's on a stand so she can just like come up to it and strum and sing into the mic that's in front of that. She has an MPC player um, so that she can do these like, you know, programmed beats. There's a mic in front of that. And then she also has a keyboard. There's a mic in front of that. It's just so much equipment. It was like, it was like, what are you doing? Like, as someone who we know very well for just going out there with a piano and slaying for so many years, it was weird to see her with all this equipment around her. And somebody was like, did Swiss Beats suggest this? Because that would make sense. Um... And then the performance just wasn't that great. So as far as the 
the song, you know, she was a little flat and it seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like it was a struggle almost to really, you know, sing the song like she was singing it. I don't know. I'm I'm a humongous Alicia Keys fan, so you know, it's you know, and I had to resign myself to the fact that, you know, after As I Am, her albums definitely took a little bit of a nosedive. You know, she was screaming a lot, and you know, you know, the vocals seemed strained. Um, and that's kind of how this song um, came across, like when she performed it. And trust me, she she caught a lot of slander on Twitter. Like they they did not let her live this down. You know, hopefully the album she's coming out with is good. I mean, the In Common song and you know the Hallelujah single she's got both sound really good. So hopefully that's great and hopefully this was uh an anomaly and this performance isn't what we can expect from her from the few for the future but yeah you know expected a lot more from alicia you know the goddess but it didn't it didn't work out that way um so hopefully she can bounce back from that um so next up bryson tiller wins best new artist so, you know, it's clear, you know, it seems that BT is really pushing Bryson, you know, as like, yo, he's the next big thing. Like, you know, in R&B, he's really killing it. Traps old, you know. Um, so, and he was set to perform that evening, and we'll talk about that a little later. But, yeah, he walked in, um, and he won two uh, BT awards just like that. Um, so the Prince tributes continued. Um, Tori Kelly and Stevie Wonder... Um, came and performed a duet of uh, Take Me With You. Um, this is also a song from Purple Rain. Prince and Apollonia um, performed it in the in the movie. Um, so they killed it. It wasn't anything crazy. You know, Stevie Wonder um, was on a keyboard and then he moved over to a, you know, a synthesizer. You know, he was he was killing it. You know, he was Stevie Wonder. You can't you can't go wrong with the legend. Um, and Tori Kelly definitely definitely brought broader vocals you know it was you know they didn't do the song um in injustice you know but it wasn't like it didn't blow me away but what did was what followed so tori kelly left the stage stevie wonder stayed on um and jennifer hudson came out to perform purple rain and when i say she performed purple rain i mean she performed purple rain so you know how Jennifer Hudson is, you know, um, when it comes to like live vocal performances, she's, uh, man, she's one of the, she's one of the greatest right now. Like, like when have you, when have you, you know, watched Jennifer Hudson perform, you know, since she's, you know, after like post-American Idol and she hasn't blown you away. And that's exactly what she did with Purple Rain. You know, she took this song and she like, upped it and she you know she took it to church like she gave us this gospel version of purple rain but in the best possible way like she's belting every note um that prince may have like you know you know kind of like smoothed in there but it it sounds great like she's hitting like different like ozones with these notes like she is she is belting her heart out and she's hitting every note and she's doing it amazingly uh kirk douglas from the roots came out and did a you know guitar solo 
um, as Jennifer Hudson was in the crowd, like, helping them sing along. Like, she really put her heart and soul into it. She was wearing, like, a white hood, like something Prince wore back in the day. She she did it, and it was easily one of the best performances out of the tributes of the night. Um, and then one of the best things was, like, as the song was winding down, you know, she she kept singing. She literally sang the song like off the stage like she murked it like so like she's walking off the stage still singing as the song is like slowly like building to a close and then you know by the time she finished it she's like backstage finishing the song like j-hud killed it and you know we when we're talking about live vocalists we need to be putting her up top like beyonce's up there j-hud's up there like she absolutely did a great job and Prince would have been proud of that and Purple Rain is not an easy song to slay but she did it so shout out to her um so next Beyonce's formation won video of the year um however Beyonce had left the building um according to her mother Tina um Tina Knowles who accepted the award and on her behalf, Beyonce had to like, get straight on a plane to like London or something to like get there for a concert. Um, so she opened, performed Freedom, dapped up Kendrick Lamar, and peaced out. Um, and Twitter noticed. Um, so yeah, Tina Knowles accepted the award and you know, she gave a really nice speech, thanked everybody. Um, so that was really cool. So then, speaking of them, Beyonce, she signed to her Parkwood Entertainment Group, or label, excuse me, she signed this group named Chloe and Hallie. Um, Now, Chloe and Hallie, they're um, sisters from Atlanta, Georgia. I believe they're 14 and 16, um, who are like YouTube. um, They got famous off of uh, YouTube. So one of their most popular things was, like three years ago, they did a cover um, of Beyonce's Pretty Hurts. Um, and it went crazy viral, um, and that's how Beyonce ended up signing them to Parkwood Entertainment. Um, so, you know, they were on the BT Awards portion of, like, you know, the up-and-coming artists, they get their own segment. Um, and so they performed this song, Drop, off of their Sugar Symphony, um, EP, and it was pretty dope. They have amazing voices, um, they were swagged out. You know, they kind of reminded me of, you know, FKA Twigs, um, but a little bit, uh, I want to say a little bit less alternative, um, and, you know, two of those. (laughs) So, you know, they really killed it, and I think they are going to do great things, especially with, you know, on Beyonce's label, especially if Beyonce has a hand in, you know, helping them along, I think they are going to do great, especially since they're so young. And the song they performed was lit. Like, it was it was a dope song. Great song choice for the award show. Um, so, yeah, they killed it. Um, next up performing was Bryson Tiller. You know, after winning two, two awards, you know, it was up for him to um, perform. So he came out and he performed, like, half of Exchange. And then he also performed Don't. So Exchange was okay, he didn't really see that into it. I don't know. I haven't seen him perfor- perform before. Um, but 
I don't know, maybe he just still needs a little work on it, but he, he seemed really stiff, and he was just kind of walking around and, you know, singing the lyrics. He was singing great, like, that's, he sounded great, but from a performance aspect, you know, he wasn't doing much. And so, you know, he started performing Don't, which is his biggest hit, um, and he killed it, like, vocally, like, he sounded great, but performance-wise, he was still just kind of, like, walking around the stage, performing it. Like, I think he still needs to work on, you know, his performances and and that aspect a little bit. But, you know, his voice and just the songs itself had the crowd really turned. Like, the the women in the audience were completely into Bryson Tiller. Um, I think he's got a really, a really good future um, in this industry. Um, Trap Soul was an amazing, amazing project. Um, I can I listened to that album all the way through, like all the time. There's so many good songs on it. It's a fantastic project. Um, so he deserved Best New Artist for sure, um, and definitely the Best R&B Male R&B Artist Award too. Um, so then Best Male Hip Hop Artist came up right after Bryson Tiller's performance, and Drake won that, which you know makes sense. It's only right. Um, so then we get another Prince tribute. So um, this time it's Maxwell. So Maxwell came out, and you know he's got Black Summer's Night, his um, album, um, and the second album in that trilogy. He's got that coming up. Um, coming out this summer i believe and he performed the single lake on the ocean um and he killed it it's a great song uh, maxwell definitely still has the vocals he he really does um he's been in this game for a long time and he still sounds exactly like he did back then um but a little bit definitely a little bit more mature the vocals so then he did uh, you know for prince he did nothing compares to you and it was fantastic you know he he kind of like remixed it a little where he changed the words where he said like you know it's been 66 days and seven hours since we last saw you uh referring to prince so he switched the words of the song around to like reflect um you know what was happening or what happened to prince and everything and you know it, it got a little weird like he said something like you know I, I i tried to check apple music or apple checked spotify and you know i couldn't find nobody like print you know it was you know he's you know trying to I think to like pander to you know this generation and you know it was a little weird but he he sounded great and he did an amazing tribute it was definitely up there too with one of the the greats Maxwell is obviously um very inspired by Prince as well and he he did his song justice um so they were given out a humanitarian award as well during this show and um Jesse Williams um he plays a doctor on Grey's Anatomy he won the humanitarian award and he gave like the best speech of the night um i just want to read like a couple paragraphs from this speech it was completely woke and it it had the crowd it was like a church service up in there like by the time he was done like he got the crowd really really into it and he's obviously a great activist and the things that he's done is amazing so some of the this is just two two um like paragraphs from his speech when talking about like when accepting the award he said now this is also in particular for the black women in particular who have spent their lifetimes dedicated to nurturing everyone before themselves we can and will do better for you 
Now, what we've been doing is looking at the data, and we know that police somehow manage to de-escalate, disarm, and not kill white people every day. So what's going to happen is we are going to have equal rights and justice in our own country, or we will restructure their function and ours. Like, the boy gets down. Like, he, his speech was fantastic. Uh, had everybody like speechless and just completely like cheering for him you know he's doing great things and couldn't have thought of a better person to win the humanitarian award um i'll put the transcript of his speech up so you can read the whole thing i'll put it i'll link link it in the description um so next up future came out for literally like maybe two and a half minutes and he performed the song wicked from his evil project um it was a future performance um it wasn't bad you know i definitely could have used more future you know on the stage um he you know you know i feel like he he really could like do something like really great production wise at the bet awards um with all the music he has and you know how he can get people to turn up but you know wicked was decent you know he did he performed that and it wasn't bad um, so then Anderson Pock, um, he got another one of those segments um, of up-and-coming people. Uh, he performed a song called Come Down, which I believe is off his Malibu EP. Um, and he he slayed it. He had his group, his band, the Free Nationals, behind him. Um, he sat down and played the drums and sang at the same time for like the last half of the performance. Anderson Pock is the truth. If you haven't heard his Malibu project, you need to. He is he is the truth. He can definitely sing, and I think you know R and B is definitely greater um, having him out there in the industry. So um, I'll put that link in the description so you can check that out. Um, so then we got another Prince tribute. Um, this time it was Janelle Monet who did a medley of Prince songs, um, Delirious, Kiss, Pop Life, I Would Die For You. And, you know, she had so much energy coming into um, this performance. Um, she she busted out the assless chaps like it wasn't it had like a sheer window, but you definitely saw the cheeks. It was very surprising. Um, but, you know, she. You know, she's known for having, like, these energetic performances, but I think that it did her in a little bit on this one because she was doing so much on the stage, like, dancing and, like, in, in uh, like, getting involved with the crowd and interacting with them that, you know, she sounded kind of winded, like, when she was singing, but she still delivered, you know, but it just sounded, like, a little, like, strained and, like, if she, you know, was just, you know, doing a little bit less, she could have, like, delivered the notes a little bit stronger, um, but as usual, Janelle Monet, she she slays. I'm waiting on another project from her. We haven't got anything from her in like two and a half years since the Electric Lady. So come on, Janelle, you got to give us that music. Um, Kirk Franklin won Best Gospel Album. That's not surprising. Uh, Kirk Franklin, I think, is the best gospel, you know, artist, you know, I've seen, you know, as far as like how versatile he is. And he's definitely my favorite gospel artist. Um, I was very happy to see him win that. Shout out to Kirk Franklin. Um, Lifetime Achievement Award went to Samuel L. Jackson. Um, you know, he got up there. He thanked everybody. It was a good speech. Um, shout out to him. You know, you know, that man has never won an Oscar. Um, he's only, you know, for somebody who's, uh, who's, you know, 
generated so much uh, money for the music, for the movie industry, you know, it's surprising, you know, all the movies he's been in, he hasn't won an Oscar, and he's only nominated once, and that was for Best Supporting Actor in Pulp Fiction in 1994, he didn't win that, Um, but shout out to Samuel Jackson, he definitely deserves a Lifetime Achievement Award, Um, so then we got a performance from Usher, uh, he's got this, I'm guessing he's got a new album coming out because he definitely has a new single featuring Young Thug. It's called No Limit. Um, he came out with a bunch of dudes and I got to tell you, Usher still has the moves. He's always been all about the, the choreography um, and he was out there busting these like choreographed dance moves. Like it was 2004 Confessions. Like Usher was out there getting it and he even like brought some modern dancing in there too with the help of these young people these young dancers he had like he was out there like he was out there getting it now the singing took the hit you know um as a result of how well the dancing was going the singing took a hit he sounded winded you know he sounded you know off and you know a little flat because he was doing so much from the the dancing um end and it like the dancing was like an A plus and then but the singing was like was like a C. So together he got like a B for the entire performance. But it was dope. And Young Thug even come out and performed his verse and they, they played off each other very well. So, you know, if we're if we wanna give a rating to the like, you know, veteran performers from like two thousand four that came out and performed tonight, Usher definitely got a higher grade than Alicia Keys. Let's just say that. Um, shout out to Usher. Um, so the Viewer's Choice Award, which is the award that people, you know, vote on and everything. Beyonce's Formation won that. Tina Knowles came out and accepted that once again. Um, so then we get to the the end of the show. So D'Angelo was supposed to perform this last um, last tribute with Sheila E., who was an amazing drummer in a long time. Um, collaborator with Prince, um, D'Angelo no showed. I guess he he called it in. He backed out. I don't I don't know why. I don't have any any reasoning. But it was a surprising and disappointing thing to find out because of anyone, especially from that neo soul era, who was like severely influenced by Prince if it's going to be anyone it's going to be D'Angelo like if you just listen to that to Untitled how does it feel like how do you not hear Prince in that there's so much Prince influence behind D'Angelo and so it was surprising that he backed out if I don't know maybe it was too emotional for him I don't know but he left Sheila out there by herself but that did not matter because Sheila E came out and she rocked the entire place. She did a like 10 minute long medley of Prince songs. She did Housequake. She did Erotic City. She did Let's Work. She did You Got the Look, A Love Bazaar, The Glamorous Life, Soul Salsa, America, Baby I'm a Star. She did Prince proud. She sang, she played the drums, she played the guitar, she danced, she got out there with uh, Jerome or the dude from Morris Day in the Time, and she got out there and did those dances with him, like she she slayed. It was the perfect ending 
to the show. It was the, you know, the perfect ending to the tribute, um, you know, especially for her, you know, expecting to do this with D'Angelo, and then that didn't happen. I think she absolutely held it down on her own. You know, it was like watching a Prince performance out there with seeing how much she was doing and how, you know, energetic and how she was literally giving her all to this performance. You know, it was it was great and it was a great thing to witness. And she ended um, the last song um, after dancing with Jerome Benton from the time, um, holding one of Prince's like... Liar or Lear, I'm not sure, I'm going to say Lear, shaped guitars into the air, you know, she's crying, and Prince's ex-wife is, like, like got her arm around her, you know, as they, like, pose for the end of this song, as flower petals fall from the ceiling. It was fantastic, and I think it would have been out of this world if it was D'Angelo and her, but let me tell you, she absolutely killed it. And I've got to thank BT and, you know, Deborah Lee and everybody for putting this together because between everything that they did, they definitely gave us the Prince tribute that we needed to see and that Prince deserved. Um, and I think breaking it up into all these different tributes to give everybody their own time to shine and give us, you know, what they wanted to do to honor Prince instead of, like, each of them getting, like, two minutes to, like, you know, do this, like, full... Oh, this tribute in the middle of the show, giving everybody their their own time, I think was great. Prince, Prince deserved that, and I think they did the right thing. I, I got to thank BET, because this award show was great because of that tribute, uh, those tributes. So as far as the awards that um, didn't get televised, Best Female R&B and Pop Artist went to Beyonce. I mean, of course. Um, best Collaboration went to Rihanna and Drake um, for work. Uh, Best female hip-hop artist, I mean, do we even need to say it? It was Nicki Minaj. And out of the nominees, Dej Loaf, Lil' Kim, Missy Elliott, um, and Remy Ma. So, of course, Nicki Minaj got that. Video director of the year um, was... Uh, sorry, Director X, um, who I love Director X's videos. He's directed a lot of Drake videos. Um, he's definitely a great video director. That's that's for sure. Um, and you definitely maybe I'll um link to his, you know, production, you know, resume because he's um or direction resume because he's done a lot of good videos. Um. I believe that was the majority of the music ones. The rest was stuff like best, you know, sportsman of the year, sportswoman of the year, best movie, best actress, stuff like that. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, that's all of the awards. That's all of the show. Um, so, yeah, the BET Awards, they did what they had to do this year. Um, and I think they they did Prince right and they did everybody else right as well. So shout out to that another one in the books and that is the end of this week's bridge episode um thank you all for listening um i will be back next week with the mid-year review and who knows we'll see what i can get lined up but i'll probably have a guest with me to do a mid-year review where um we'll talk about which albums which songs 
um, are the best through six months. 2016 is just about um, done. Um, I mean, sorry, <laughs> it's halfway halfway through, so it's definitely want to um, stop and look at what we've gotten for this first six months and see what stands out. So stay tuned for that next week. Um, please get on iTunes and subscribe, rate, review the um, podcast, and I will see you all next week. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.